0: Hey coffee people, Joel here. Welcome to episode 8 of the first season of the Craft Your Own Coffee podcast. This podcast is specifically for people who love to make and drink coffee at home and want to take their games up a level. So welcome back. If you were with us last week, we did an entire episode dedicated to the Keurig or buy the cup method. A lot of buy the cup drinkers out there. And this week, we are dedicating an episode to drip coffee. And so we're calling this an ode to drip coffee. An ode is a long... Lovely romantic poem. I don't have time for that. But we can do something a little bit different. How about a haiku? I can handle a haiku. Here we go. <clears throat> Let's see if I can get this here. Drip Coffee Makers. Making it rain liquid gold. Classic and tasty. That's right. That's a drip coffee haiku drip coo you know what i'm saying (laughs) i know i'm a nerd hey it's all good hey so this week is dedicated to the drip coffee brewing method a lot of you guys use this katie and i use this at home as well and when i did a facebook poll recently 40 percent of you said that drip coffee is your way to go at home so again today's goal we're going to talk about what is drip coffee how is it made and a couple tips to level up your drip game at home before we do that Take a listen to my friend Dan talk about why he loves his drip coffee experience at home, and he's got a little tip for us as well.
1: Hey, Joel. Good morning. This is Dan. i originally from Port uh, Lauderdale, Florida. I've been in Smyrna about 13 years now, and I uh, love to have coffee in the morning before the kids get up and um, just have a quietness about the house, and just the smell of the coffee kind of brings the warmth to the house in the morning. and kind of gets me going as I um, start my day. Uh, I usually... Uh, Cuisinart grinding brew. I prefer the whole beans to grind them and uh, kind of do that and um, works well for us. Um, and then the only thing I really do differently with coffee is not really a, a huge deal is I put the creamer in the coffee cup first and then when I pour the coffee in kind of incorporates the cream into it as it's filling the cup. So nothing really earth shattering there just something I do a little different than, than most people. One less spoon to clean at the end of the day no big deal but Anyway, hope you're doing well. Love the podcast. And uh, I'm going to have a cup of coffee with you here soon. I'll talk to you later. Bye.
0: Dan, you are awesome. Thanks for sharing your tips with us. Thanks for the word picture about why coffee in the morning is so awesome. Right now it's fall in Georgia, finally. And the temperatures are in like the 50s in the morning. And if you're listening in and you're in a similar situation, you know that fall is the best time to drink coffee, especially in the morning. So, Dan, I love that you guys wake up early before the kids. That's exactly what Katie and I like to do as well and enjoy that first cup of coffee. And now with the cooler temperatures, you kind of see that steam rising a little bit more. It's just a great experience. And I love the tip too, about pouring the creamer in before you add the coffee. I'm all about uh, less steps and more efficiency with coffee. Um, And that's a great tip. You don't have a, like you said, you don't, that's one less spoon to clean and the coffee does the stirring work for you with the creamer, which is awesome. So Thanks for sharing that, Um, and I wanna talk, I'm gonna come back to the grind and brew machine that Dan mentioned that he's got at home um, and talk a little bit about that towards the end of this episode as well as an equipment option. So, all right, so what is drip coffee? If you listened to a previous episode, I went into some detail about this, but just as a reminder, if you don't remember, uh, drip coffee is pretty simple. It's the adding of hot water onto ground coffee beans and then allowing that water to seep through the coffee, the ground coffee, it passes through a filter and the brewed coffee is dripped into or collected in a vessel, which is like a carafe or a pot of some sort. Usually this is machine-based. Uh, most drip machines have a water tank or a reservoir in the back. Uh, the water is heated through some sort of heating element in the machine, and then it's showered, uh, like basically like in your, in your bathroom, like a shower. Uh, the hot water is showered over these coffee grounds slowly onto the bed of coffee grounds and then again drips through the filter that's essentially what drip coffee is usually the quantity that you're making is higher than a buy obviously than by the cup machine or at some of these other brewing methods so there's a lot of reasons for that as well um, and since today is dedicated to the drip coffee method and this show is dedicated to leveling up your coffee game at home i want to do a quick reminder of a couple key things to consider when you're thinking about leveling up any brewing method So today's drip specifically, but these four things cover any single brewing method, all right? So one, you pay attention to the water, temperature, quality of the water. Two, you pay attention to coffee beans, the freshness of the beans, like how old or how newly roasted are they, and the grinding, the consistency of the grind. Three, you pay attention to the coffee to water ratio, which I've called in a previous episode like a recipe for having coffee. So how much coffee, parts coffee per parts water do you have? That's a recipe. And then fourth, you pay attention to hold time. So how long uh, since brewing are you drinking that finished product, the coffee? So those are the four like key variables to pay attention to. And so let's jump into level up tips for drip coffee specifically. And I'm gonna bring these into two different categories. So we're gonna talk about preparation for your drip coffee. And then I wanna talk about equipment and some uh, potential things you could look for, especially if you're looking to spend a little cash money on some stuff, uh, I can help you spend that on some great drip coffee machines. So we'll get into preparation first and then equipment second. So first, prep. All right, so with drip coffee, one of the reasons why people love drip, and Dan mentioned this in his audio too, is you can, I think he mentioned this, you can um, program your drip coffee machine, most machines to start in the morning even before you wake up so that the coffee's actually ready in the pot when you come downstairs, it's great. Uh, it's a very convenient thing, just like Keurig is great and convenient for a lot of reasons. Now, I do want to share with you the downside to doing that. There's several downsides. And If you think back to those four variables I just mentioned, water, beans, ratio, and hold time. So I actually want you guys to consider uh, waking up five minutes sooner than you normally would and preparing your drip coffee the morning of. And there's a lot of reasons for that. If you put water and grounds in the night before, just thinking through previous discussions we've had, The water's sitting in the tank, so it's kind of stagnant. It's coming down to room temperature, even um, like right around wherever your kitchen temperature is set at. If you put grounds in before, that means that you're grinding up your coffee beans. At least if you're getting eight hours of sleep, we'll say at night, you're grinding those beans at least eight hours before you're actually drinking them. So that's a lot of chance for oxygen to interact with the coffee. And as you know, oxygen is a coffee flavor killer. So the more time you have between grind and brew, uh, the less fresh and the less tasty your coffee is going to be. So my tip would be wake up five minutes before and do the water and do the coffee grinding right beforehand so you don't lose out any flavor. So uh, another tip, filtered water, this might sound redundant, filtered water if possible. And then even better, add that filtered water into the reservoir or the tank right before you brew it so that it's fresh. From a grind setting standpoint, again, uh, wake up five minutes before your alarm normally would have gone off, go grind the coffee right before you add it into your drip coffee machine. But from a grind setting standpoint, you're going to want to set it at a medium coarseness level. And if you think of, think back to my interview with Joel Norman in Bellwood Coffee a couple weeks ago, he described kind of a word picture for what you should look for in the the size of the grind as... Pink Himalayan sea salt, which is a really, for me, that's a great visual because I can look at the grind after it's come out of my grinder and see, like, does this look like fine salt? Does it look like, you know, kind of chunks of coffee, like chunky coffee, or am I looking at pink Himalayan sea salt? And if you're looking at pink Himalayan sea salt, which if you've got a good grinder is like a medium setting, you're good to go for drip coffee. That's what you want. Really, really important to grind right before brewing. I, I probably can't say that enough. Again, to shorten the time between grind and brew is super important. All right, here is our family's drip coffee recipe, FYI. So every, everybody has their own recipe, their own ratio. Here's what we use. So Katie and I, uh, this is our preferred way to drink coffee on the weekends. So during the week, we brew, brew pour-overs in the morning. I'll touch on that in a couple weeks in the pour-over episode. Uh, but on the weekends, we like a little bit more coffee. And so we we like to drink 40 ounces worth of coffee. I wonder if that's bad. So we each get about 20 ounces of coffee on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings. Maybe that's bad. I don't know. But that's what we like. And so because of that, I did the math. And again, shout out to that app Cupify. I would encourage you to get that from the app store. It helps you do the math a little bit easier. So using a 16 to 1 ratio of parts water per parts coffee, that actually 40 ounces of liquid equates to 74 grams of coffee beans. So we've kind of worked back and forth with what we like, our taste preference, and we've actually settled on, we like 76 grams of coffee beans for 40 ounces of water, and that actually works out to be a little bit above the 16 to 1 ratio. That's okay, that's kind of the way that we've dialed it in and we really like it. So our recipe is 76 grams of coffee beans for 40 ounces of coffee. So try that out. If If you're searching for a recipe, maybe give that one a shot and see if you like it. All right, moving on to equipment. So we talk about preparation equipment. Uh, we'll talk about a couple different drip coffee uh, machines and pieces of equipment that you'll need to have a really great experience with your drip coffee. So I have really good news to start off this first part. So great news! If you own a Mr. Coffee maker or some sort of like on the more inexpensive side of drip coffee machines, you can still make a really good cup of drip coffee. I promise. the The key is to pay attention to those really key variables: the water the freshness of the beans, the grind setting, like how coarse or how fine are you grinding for that type of brew method, and the hold time, how soon after you're brewing it uh, are you drinking it. So a Mr. Coffee can make really great coffee. You probably just have to pay a little more attention to some of those key variables because it is a little more of an inexpensive machine. So a couple things that you'll need, even if you're brewing on a Mr. Coffee, you need a good carafe. So I think a lot of these machines come with like a, a glass pot and some machines even come with like a hot plate underneath that's built in to kind of keep the coffee warm, Um, I would encourage you to invest in a double-walled, like insulated carafe, as opposed to putting your coffee on a hot plate. So even if that means substituting in another carafe instead of that glass pot on a heat plate um, underneath your drip machine, I think that that's still gonna give you a much better result. And then you just pull the carafe, that insulated carafe off to the side, Instead of keeping it on a hot plate, a hot plate kind of cooks your coffee. So it's like changing the chemical process for as long as that coffee's sitting on the hot plate, uh, if that makes sense. I'm not a scientist, but I know that heat affects uh, a finished product, and it definitely affects coffee. So just be aware of that. All right, Dan mentioned in his uh, voice message that um, they use a grind and brew machine. And Katie and I had that same exact machine that he referred to as well, a Cuisinart grind and brew. And the cool thing is it takes one, one element out of, one step out of the process. I think Dan's an efficiency guy, so he likes to pour the cream in and let the coffee stir the cream instead of a spoon, so you save a spoon. I think he also likes uh, having a machine do the grinding for him, and that adds the coffee grounds immediately into the batch right before it's brewed. So that's super convenient, takes another step out. That's exactly why Katie and, Katie and I got that several years ago. Uh, it allows you to grind the beans fresh which is a crucial element to really good coffee Uh, but here's a couple tips if that's your machine or if that's what you're looking for and i'll I'll share this with dan too so you're going to want to try to add the beans to the hopper right before you brew instead of loading up a whole bag's worth of coffee beans into that hopper again we're trying to minimize the amount of time that a coffee bean is out in the open and exposed to oxygen even if it's not ground yet. If it's still a whole bean, if it's sitting out in oxygen, you're going to lose out on that flavor. So you want to keep the beans sealed in an airtight bag with that one-way release valve, that CO2 valve, for as long as possible and literally just add in the amount of beans that you want to brew for that batch right before you brew it. And you can do that in a grind and brew machine. It just takes a little bit of extra work. Um, And beware, something to beware of. If this is your piece of equipment that you use from a ratio standpoint. So if you're trying to dial in like the 16 to one ratio, which is crucial for delicious tasting coffee, these, most of these grind and brew machines, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I know with Cuisinart, you're not able to adjust the amount of coffee that's actually ground into each batch. There's a button on the, the grind and brew machine with Cuisinart that says like one to four cups. And you just push that button if you're brewing one to four cups worth of coffee, and it just grinds kind of like a pre-prescribed amount of coffee for that batch. So you don't really have control over how many beans are actually being ground up for your batch of coffee, if that makes sense. So that is definitely something to be aware of. Um, There is a manual. I just did some, some looking online. There is a user guide that gives you a little bit of extra help, and there might be other models out there for grind and brew. I would say if you're going to invest in a grind and brew machine that takes the grinding out of the equation for you, I would try to look for one that allows you to adjust the ratio or adjust how much coffee goes into each batch of coffee instead of just pressing a button to grind. I'll put a link to that user manual too, just in case. All right. And finally, um, this is if you're looking to spend some coin, man. So um, there there are some really, really good drip coffee options out there. And if you are all about your drip coffee game and you want to take it up a notch, the equipment that you get is, you know, half the battle. The care and preparation that you put into your part of things is huge, obviously, but the equipment itself can take your game up to a next level. So the Specialty Coffee Association, which I've mentioned before, has a basically like a um, predetermined list of coffee brewers that have met certain specifications that are able; these machines are able to control time and temperature of water and grind setting and dosing and all of that stuff already. And so they, they've put a list of these brewers together, and I'll put a, put a link to that. Uh, it's called Certified Home Brewer. Katie and I uh, invested in one of these about a year and a half ago, and it is going strong. We use the Breville precision brewer and that's on this SCA list as well they're guaranteed to have some of these to meet some of these standards that are optimal for the best tasting drip cup drip cup of coffee that you can make so I'll put a link to that as well it's something to keep an eye on all these tips and some more um, you can find on an article from the Atlas Coffee Club that I've found recently that uh, talks about um, how to fix your coffee whether that's drip coffee or otherwise but there's some common coffee principles that will really help you out in your drip coffee game as well and i will link to that in the show notes as well thanks guys for joining me for an ode or i guess haiku to the drip coffee brewing method and hopefully you'll find some tips that you can take your drip game to the next level this week as you brew at home next week i'm excited to let you know that we've got my friend jordan lee that's going to be joining that jordan is a diehard immersion based coffee brewer at home so we're going to talk about how he brews his coffee how he likes it And then we'll talk through the process. We're probably going to brew a cup as well or brew a batch together. I think that'd be fun. So we'll see you next week. Enjoy your drip coffee. Enjoy any cup of coffee that you have this week. We'll talk to you next week.